Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! Chef for the week of November 3rd, 2016. I am your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. We have a lot of props on the table if you're watching the video, but Which before, you should we, be. We, before we get to those, <laughs> joining us this week, Callie Pleggy. Hello. Brian Altano. Rap, rap. And Pear Schneider. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, this uh, week's episode's agenda is a little muddled. I have to come out and apologize because we've been a little busy, so I haven't had a ton of time to plan a show, but some things happened this week that we should talk about. Uh, the first one being Animal Crossing got updated. Uh, the big sort of update that Nintendo had talked about for the game, which, you know, awkwardly three years later they had to talk about, they finally showed what's in it. So we're going to spend some time on that. We got the NES Classic Edition in yesterday. We're going to spend some time talking about that. And uh, after that, we're probably going to end because, yeah, this this has just been a crazy week in the office. So apologies up front if you were expecting wow. a meteor. You should show. apologize after we screw it up. This could be the most amazing episode it ever. It might be, or it might be uh, one of the more argument-filled ones we've had in a while. So let's start <laughs> no, with uh, nice. 
Animal Crossing New Leaf, which uh, just got hate an update. It, hate I it. It's the work. No, I'm just kidding. I love that game. <laughs> just got an update this week. Uh, Nintendo announced it via Nintendo Direct. It was a 15-minute video for the U.S. and Europe. In Japan, they also put uh, some details about a new game that they're planning to sell over there called Miitopia, which is this weird RPG starring Miis that's also very stylish and strange. Hopefully, it comes out over here. But the focus we want to talk about is this Welcome Amiibo update. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't been keeping up, the quick synopsis is uh, December 2nd, Nintendo's rolling out like 50 more Amiibo cards as part of another series. These are focused on mobile homes. These are brand new characters for Animal Crossing, and they can be played with this update because this update enables Amiibo support in the game itself. Now, we should start talking about how they rolled this out. So let's talk about the Direct first, which is quite honestly one of the most bizarre presentations I have ever seen from Nintendo. I loved it. That's saying a lot. I thought it was great. Did Did you? Did you love it as in I'm really enjoying watching this or in kind of more of a... Yes. Type of way. Get, get, 50-50, both of those things. Yeah. For those who are listening at home, uh, Per made a face where one of his eyes went much lower and the other one went much higher, uh, which is confusing. <laughs> Creepy. Uh, Creepy. No, I, I loved it. I think it's, first of all, it's a nice surprise um, that this is even a thing that they did in 2016. To just sort of be like, here's a massive update for a game that came out, what, three or four years ago? Three years ago. Three years ago? That's amazing. Uh, it's kind of amazing. It's very uncharacteristic uh, of Nintendo specifically. Uh, the long tail on their games is usually, I mean, look at smash brothers right it was like a year and a half mario kart had some dlc well, and in those cases it was immediate like yeah. that's a good point to to bring up like fire emblem animal yep. animal crossing is coming three years after the fact whereas fire emblem uh smash brothers as you said like all of those games got updates right away mario kart was the exception yeah six months later you're getting this and six months after that you get yep. this thing yep. and that's we, it. I mean, it wasn't saw, exactly that we time. saw some stuff trickle out for like mario kart you know um and i know that or for mario maker and we also that's like right. uh for splatoon, uh, splatoon yeah yeah and i I know Animal Crossing in the past, they've sort of been like, oh, like here's well, a new hat. For well, they have timed so, events, right? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. whole yeah. game was designed to keep you playing to see what would happen on yeah. a certain day. But, you know, many players, of course, run out of stuff to do or kind of fall out of love yeah. with, with the kind of uh, the stuff that was in there. That's why, I mean, this was such a huge surprise that they did this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we obviously heard about it for a while now, but but the fact that they update a game this late instead of focusing on promoting the next one or whatever whatever is coming down the pike is, is really surprising. I agree Our with that. viewpoints differ a little bit on how they rolled it out because I didn't watch the direct until you told me you have to see it because it's so freaking weird. And yeah. then I showed it to you and, and you so, saw the intro. So I played the game. I was traveling, actually, and I, did a, I downloaded the latest version and I booted it up and I started playing before I'd seen any of the kind of detailed announcements. Mm-hmm. And so I think my experience was a little different where I was just like, I started off right i get to my town i get this quick intro and it's like oh goody there's now another currency on top of the the currency and the other currency that you use to trade and you can use it to buy yourself new items and so my initial reaction though jose was okay but i want to pull this back to so the nintendo strategy for this was update the website put out this video telling people what's in it and if you didn't go to either place you didn't get that information because the game itself doesn't do a spectacular no. job of telling you these things. Well, that's so what that's I was just going to say, we're, right? We're, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Be, before you pulled it back to the marketing <laughs> angle, it's like, I'm updating this game. I think it's really awesome. Surprised by it. You know, mm-hmm. like it. Start playing. And I quickly realized, like, oh, wait. I, I stopped playing be- not because... I couldn't buy any more items for my house or I couldn't redecorate. And, like, I know everybody's reason for stopping to play is different, right? Like, this is just me. I stopped playing because I felt like I'd done everything. So I walk around in this world. I'm like, oh, cool. There are campgrounds. And, you know, I can see, like, using Amiibo is going to do some new stuff. But then I walk around. And I, I find Donald Duck on the beach again, you know. And Donald Duck says, oh, I forgot where I went. Was it, is it Indonesia? And, like, I'm like... Oh, okay, I've done all this. He's an alcoholic pair. That's right? the problem. He yeah, drinks too much and he washes up on the shore. Sure. <laughs> but but what I what I think is a little bit of a missed opportunity. If you know, if, if I hadn't then gone and watched the video and said, "Oh my god, that's like a whole puzzle league game, an island survival game, and all these things," and there's like a goal for you to discover new stuff, I would have been like, "Eh, you know what? Maybe maybe not. Mm-hmm. I'll move on. I have other things to play." Isn't the point of Animal Crossing the slow burn though? Like, isn't the point? But I burned. There's ashes. I burned for three years. But they're not trying to get you to buy something new. This is a free update. It's not like they need to sell it to you. This is for the people who want to to continue to discover those same things that they did the first time playing Animal Crossing. And if you don't have the incentive to do that, someone else can tell you, oh, there's this cool thing. After a couple days, I unlocked this. That's true. But if if you are... Yeah, but if you're if you are the 
kind of player who's immersed himself or herself in this game and played all this stuff, like I was expecting the onboarding to be a little more clever where you get in and it dangles this kind of like, sure. says, by the way, this is new island mode and you know you need to find this thing. And suddenly you create this mystery and this reason for exploring. I, I just felt like that fell a little bit flat mm-hmm. for such a major update. But I, but I don't think Animal for Crossing has that, ever, that, not to cut you off. But no, it is I, not. It's not no, but I that, know. The, the series has never been about dangling mysteries in front of you. It's kind of like you find these things, but it sets up that fundamental problem of then how do you tell, how do you communicate to people who are opening this game for the first time? That's it. didn't watch the direct, these things are in here. And I think that you're absolutely right to point out those challenges. But my my argument is, is it's not like, I totally understand what Animal Crossing is and I love the discovery. I did that. Yeah. I did that. And this is, by the way, I've played Animal Crossing since the N64, right? Yeah. Like, I've played all these games. I get what it's about. And I lo- love that discovery that on, you know, Thanksgiving, you get like Turkey Day, all this kind of stuff. It's cool. Yeah, the holidays. And so when an update comes, I, I just feel like they're playing it so safe and letting you, letting you kind of believe that there's something major, right? Like, if you had walked around and immediately you meet like these new characters in town everywhere and you're like, whoa, something's really changed, I'd be like, all right, I gotta play this again tomorrow. Right, right now, I, I stopped playing and I went, I actually played Box Box Boy, yeah. right? Because I'm like, well, I just helped Donald Duck get back to Indonesia. I'm done for now, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. And, and that, I, I feel uh, that's a little bit of a pity because I'm, I, Unlike other DLC where you boot up Mario Kart and you get all these new tracks and you like you instantly get what it is, it's it so, was a little hidden and it relies obviously on the direct. For okay, the so what? Because uh, I'll meet you halfway on this. Because uh, first of all, I actually really enjoyed the direct, but second of all, the second I started downloading the DLC and like navigating my way through town, I actually came over to Jose uh, and had a conversation with him at his yep. desk with my 3DS standing there. Not everybody has that option. I yep. also went on IGN's wiki, which is really awesome. They've been updating it like crazy. Yep. Yeah. Um, finding it, the discoverability aspect, a little bit obtuse. It's very strange. In many ways, Animal Crossing's always kind of been that way, though. Like it is about like going you kind of have to connect with other people and look up wikis and stuff like that like try to get a golden shovel in any game without reading about how to do it yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. weird it doesn't yeah, work you set your own goals yeah. but, but I, love it, those, I, w- I love those mysteries when you're starting a yeah. new game it's like when I'm returning to a game that has iterated right it yeah. hasn't mm-hmm. been it hasn't revolutionized or reinvented itself so did you want like a splash screen because I know like Smash Brothers used to do that kind of stuff where they'd be like here's a new update yeah. now available is this this and this 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 and this like uh, most most console games do that now you know mm-hmm. especially the ones that update automatically they'll be like added this added. not necessarily patch notes but I, even yeah but I yeah. think the communities that care ultimately band together to share information too and I think we're yeah. kind of overlooking that here like marketing aside and the mistake aside of just relying on those two things I do think that the community tends like what you did when you came over to talk to me and wh- how did I get those answers I went and found them somewhere else yeah, yeah I, look I, I know that life will find a way right like I, uh, I get it no 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 I, I, I get it it's but it is it is an unusual move to update a game that was a long tail game but we right? it's not yeah. that wasn't a quick burn like you burn through like shovel night and there's a new set of levels S- this was a long on this show game. we've called that update the amiibo uh retail rescue plan because yeah. when you it's walk more. into stores the story is there for itself. Like, walk into Best Buy, walk into Toys R Us. It's flooded with yep. Animal Crossing stuff. Mm-hmm. Why? And this is a franchise because well, everybody knows games, the skunk with the hat. Oh, well, it's not just that. I know who. <laughs> the two games they tie to and Animal Claggy Crossing. And Claggy and Callie. Wait, these aren't <laughs> yeah, from Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'll wait till you're done. <laughs> the two games they tied to those products were not good yeah. games. That yeah. was, well, one of them was okay. Like, Happy Home Design is pretty fun, but not on New Leaf level. Yeah. Number, yeah I mean, yeah. you reviewed these. I like, reviewed then, uh, yeah. I, re- I reviewed both of them, yeah. Uh, yeah. Happy Home Designer I quite liked. I thought it was really great for, not really great, I thought it was it was good for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it satisfied all the problems I had with decorating in New Leaf. I mean, it's mm-hmm. obviously a very yep. different game. I don't think you can compare them directly because um, the goal there is different. I thought Amiibo Festival was just such a snooze fest. Yeah. I was so bored. It was a board game um, where they're mm. explaining the rules to you over and over I, and over. But what I do like about the update to New Leaf is they're adding some of the fun, like one of the fun mini games is one of the mini games you get in uh, in New Leaf now uh, is the Island Escape one, mm-hmm. which I quite enjoyed. It had this like Catan, this, like Settlers of Catan vibe. Everything was like hexagonal and yeah, yeah. Uh, it was this little bit of strategy. And I like that they they kind of repurposed something that didn't work very well yep, totally. into something that did. Um, but that being I, said, I agree with all of that. It's just, I, but let let the player know, and, yeah, and don't don't risk that the players walks around town, finds out their mailbox is full, finds out that they have to throw away all their letters, talks to all the animals to say, "Hey, I haven't seen you in three years." 
what do you want to do? Talk to you. And then you get the same thing. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember him well, saying yeah, this, right? Like, that to me is the risk when you're, when you're making a change like that. And mm-hmm. I want to I make sure that this doesn't sound completely negative. I think it's really you awesome. Wanna, no, it's I awesome that really they, updated, they updated this game with free content this late in the game. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. What I'm frustrated by is like, then then give it a little thought on how you draw the player back in. Sure. No, I totally agree with you. I yeah. think that like the, the once you like like you said, once you get in and you're like, "Oh, I'm back in Animal Crossing. This is really cool." And I should preface this real quick. Uh earlier in the year when I started flying back and forth back to the East Coast a lot to see my family, um I restarted Animal Crossing and I built a new home and I got a fully like full-size base and then a, a upstairs and a downstairs and then I kind of drifted away played some other stuff so I'm actually fresher with Animal Crossing than probably anybody else in this room just because I probably put 20 hours into it this year gotcha you know whereas a lot of people didn't so when I came back it wasn't as much of a John Carpenter movie set as it usually is <laughs> when you don't play Animal Crossing for, for a while. clean it up for you yeah, yeah. yeah. I had I mean, I lost my save, so... Mm-hmm. Same thing happened to me. This is... I'm really, really happy about the update because it's giving me an excuse to play and not feel like like no one else is playing. I'm just playing by myself. Now a lot of people I know are playing, yep. and so I get to finally remake a town and also play in Japanese, and it's going to be a good time. But I do agree that... So I'm, like, really excited about it, and so I didn't think about the marketing as much, but I do agree that it is a little bit of a problem where, if, you know, if nobody had told me about yeah. those new features, I wouldn't have been as excited to jump back in. Well, and you have a goal, right? I'm, I'm. By the way, I'm more of a goal gamer. I'm more of a story completion gamer. I'm not. Oh, like then you'll the, love Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not a collection they gamer. They gave you like, goals uh, now. I am okay not getting platinum trophies sure. in games and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I know there are people who feel very differently, and so it, it becomes much mm-hmm. a, a much different game for them with that meta game. So with your in your case though, you're starting fresh, and you're like you have a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Like you hate your tiny little house, and you want to yeah. make it big. I came home. It's like this giant freaking mansion. I've got yeah. you know my my own design wallpapers one looks like a starry sky and it's got the moon rover i've got a little chamber with the metroid uh, held in captivity yeah i love that, that it's the only stuff. thing in that room by the way that's oh, yeah. the most charming thing what happened to me when i booted up this update is that i realized yes just like you some of this felt like chores and so it feels like i have to do a lot of catching up to be reminded where's this what was i last working towards yeah. or do i just want to start something over for example like one of the things in the update they give you is this like secret storage space and i'm like oh that's cool one of the that bigger rules. gripes of animal crossing is that you don't have deep pockets you know yeah. you have like i don't know probably 20 slots to keep the items that you have on you and if you find extra you have to put one down in the world which looks ugly depending on right. your neurosis <laughs> and if you're like obsessive compulsive <laughs> like sometimes i can be um but it, it turns into, okay, well, I want to go get that update. And I figured out, well, I should probably go to Nook's Homes because that would that that's where home upgrades happen. And it turns out that's where. He sends you a letter that says, hey, come see me for this. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's dope. So they're giving me a, a direction. There's a, there's a seed here. Follow it. He's like, yeah, we can give you the update. He's like, but you need to finish paying off your loan. And I still owe like oh, 400000 <laughs> Wait a minute, before you get a bigger inventory? Yeah, so you have to clear your debt before he'll give it to you. And I'm just like, wait, uh, what was the last time you played Animal Crossing before this? uh, Like a year? I turned it on or off within the last year maybe two or three times. See, this is what I don't understand about the economy in that game. If if that dude was running a shop in town... There'd be a sale sign up everywhere. He'd be like, we haven't had customers in two years. This is ridiculous. Well, the other animals are still there. Yeah, Animal I don't Cro- <laughs> the story of Animal Crossing is the ennui of of the capitalist yes. lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> it's Completely. actually the same. Keeping up with the Altano. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, I don't agree that the other animals are bringing money to that dude because look at their they, homes. They got tiny homes. Yeah, right. they got tiny but, homes. Yeah, unless but, they're getting price gouged. So that's sometimes, the, that's the kind of discovery I like, right? Like you get the letter and you're like you're being yeah, led to discover something. Some of that. Like, I like uh, that. I saw Sam walking around <laughs> and he couldn't find the. You need the, a special genie in order to. So we haven't detailed the update, and we're going to do that in a second. I promise. If you're if you're still here, um, <laughs> but uh, with, with the with the amiibo update, you need a, a genie lamp in order to scan these amiibo, and and basically you're inviting these characters to your town. But the lamp doesn't show up the minute you boot it up. It's yeah. something that it's an automatic event that happens as you're walking around. Now you don't know that, so like you're walking around and. Unless you hear this voice just come out and talk to you like God. I played uh, it three times. It. I haven't seen the yeah, genie. Ha- and just you haven't so you know, seen it. On my um, yeah, and I've just been pushing the clock forward a day. And I did that once. Walked in the house, walked <gasps> out, and then it happened. Blasphemy. Go into hell. Yeah, I hate doing that too. <laughs> you're going I, to I Tanuki hate, Hell. Let me tell you something. I what? Never, I time I'm, travel I'm, like crazy in that yeah. game. I don't care. I, I'm you're, totally you're kidding. I time, I time travel a lot. <laughs> but if I'm... If I'm if, I want to be honest with myself, and I'm building a new town. I don't. Yeah. I even used action replay on the GameCube version so I could go swimming in the water. I did that did. too. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> I don't cow. care. Nice. 
break the law um, in the Animal Crossing. There's I'm no not going to break the law for much longer. There's one but, cop. But that's there's, that's there's part of the cops. struggle that I agree with you. There are two cops. That's part of the struggle that uh, I agree with you as part of as part of the game as as a whole, right? Like it's just like finding that stuff can be difficult. I like the letters thing though. I think it's a smart move. Uh, but other than that, let's detail what's in the update. So you have amiibo support. You have support for every figure, every card. New cards coming. Every um, big surprise. Every Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing amiibo figure, figure or card. Now they went ahead and picked uh, two more series to be a part of this: Zelda and Splatoon. Yeah, figures work with it. Um, so you can scan them in and get items based on those. Uh, I know you took a little bit of issue with that. No, pair I just as well. think it's. I, it was more about like why those two, right? Like well, if the idea of of amiibo is work cross games, it would have been awesome to have support for all of them. Even like just unlocking small things. Um, it just seemed really random to do Splatoon and Zelda. I think it's it's like two of the sets that they've made most the most characters for, and I think there's been Mario items in there for the longest time. And yeah. to be fair, there's been a few Zelda items for since yeah. the GameCube yeah. version. They got a Zelda yeah. game coming. They want to promote. I don't know. If that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Is it's it's Splatoon? It, you want to maintain a player base because it's a multiplayer game. You have to keep that up for it to be relevant yeah. and then uh-huh. for Zelda they're they're leaning into the future but you can say that about yeah. Mario Kart and Smash Brothers but, right like that's like, why I'm like I, I'm not complaining I think it's awesome that it adds you were to complaining additional... this morning no, hang on hang on I was, hang on but wait what I other like, Mario I was complaining I like I like intuitive <laughs> things I really like I'm the kind of person who loves intuition and you know smart UI and UX design I just I'm like alright it supports what it supports the Animal Crossing amiibo that makes sense. Finally, there's a reason to own them, maybe. Um, and then it has Zelda and Splatoon. It's like, what? <laughs> okay. It's just I, weird. I think Nintendo's been... Rob? You, you can make the argument... He's in the game. That Unlock, boom. I'm giving you a minute. Uh, you can make the argument that Nintendo's been trying to pull more crossovers in the franchises they have. Yep. Mario Maker's an example of that. Smash Brothers is yeah. the perfect example of that. Mario Maker was really well done. Yeah, and, and for the most part, Animal Crossing has been that sometimes. Um mm-hmm. So now that that's out of the way, uh, there are two mini games in the game. Callie mentioned one of them, Desert Island Escape. Yep. The other is uh, Animal Crossing Puzzle League, which mm-hmm. is the f- I think the fourth time Nintendo has rebranded Puzzle League because mm-hmm. there was a Pokemon Puzzle League, there You're was so Planet Puzzle League. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the one in between or after. I think there was a Yoshi one, but now Animal Crossing gets <laughs> yep. a turn. Love that's fine. Puzzle Love Puzzle League. It's yeah, fantastic. It's really good. Um, then uh, there's a new area called Harvey's RV Campground. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll basically find up to two RVs there. One is an Abimo that you invite into the game, and you can buy anything you find in there with a new currency called Meow Coupons. Now we're going too deep down the rabbit hole. Do you want to explain what Meow Coupons stands for? You can go to a cat terminal. Mutual exchange of wealth is what Meow stands for. Cat is what Coupons. Coupon something terminal. Yeah, yeah. It's, so fu- it's funny it's stuff. Cute. It's yeah, always no, the, like they're, the they're very creative. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey introduces himself by saying it's Harv for short or Harv for long. <laughs> He's a great character, by the way. I like yeah. him a lot. He's just like, yeah. I don't know. What if you, <laughs> legally medicated hippie dog. He's kind of great. I'm if you invite uh, Ganon into your town, he's not used to having visitors over. Like, Well, what they did with Zelda is hilarious, by the way, because Ganon mm-hmm. seems very insecure and angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, Wolf Link, when you invite him in, uh, every new character has a little bio on the bottom of the screen. It's like, oh, he used to not talk much, but lately yeah. he's been opening up. By the way, don't ask him about his past. And Wolf Link is just like, I'm the biggest thing in town. And mm-hmm. look at me. And it, it's just everything you didn't want so, Link to say. Let's, let's, be, let's be clear real quick, though. These guys, they, they basically come into town in an RV, yeah. which I like – Let's pause for a second here. How how far down the rabbit hole are we in Nintendo lore that like okay, a couple years ago they made Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, a game where you can go into the Nether Realm and become a wolf. Mm-hmm. That wolf can now be as a toy scanned into Animal Crossing where he will show up in a car that he might live in that he opens up and he sells you his weird like garage sale stuff and talks to you. It's so bizarre. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, but he does not move into your town or anything he can. like that. Yeah. He what? Does. I got him in my town. Yeah, if you ask him to move in and you have a slot open, he will. If what? not, if not, uh, oh, I think what, if what? Pona, I asked the Pona to move in. She's like, "Well, your town's full," according to that little blonde lady that I talked to. And I'm like, "Kick no. her out!" No, no. She says, "Would you suggest someone to move out?" And then you can pick. Oh. That's how you get the person you hate out of your oh town. Yeah, you don't oh. have to hit him with a with Great. a net. Wasn't that the way people used yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. I had this lie in there now people, that I've been planting garbage on his front lawn for like two <laughs> yeah, years. You put garbage outside of their house and you hit them with a net, an axe, or a shovel. Yep, I also, that'll send the message. I also real. mail them trash oh, every single day. Yeah, you mail them trash. <laughs> I'm starting to believe more and more that you guys think this is real life. 
No, but it's when not. you talk about it, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds uh, ridiculous. Excuse you, Freckles and I are best friends. Yeah, and I hate that line, so I, I want that so horse bad. to move in. <laughs> I, I will never say that's anything so cool. Bad I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So wait, I could have I could have Wolf Link, uh, Epona, uh, and Ganon all moved to my town. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, really but they cool. might move out because of Street Pass. Like I don't know if they'll how long they'll stay. Uh, just, but I can but just scan them in, get it back. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to my hell. <laughs> you can never leave. Yeah, there you go. Welcome to um, Best Friends Island. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, yeah. So new currency, new 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 items. A lot of just a lot of new stuff uh, overall. But it's I agree with Pear that it's mostly the things you get and yeah. the, and the capitalism of like Animal Crossing's world so or, one, or the consumerism of it. One thing Crossing's I did notice world. is that uh, the new Zelda set is super cool. It's all 8-bit based. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. It's yeah. really awesome. It looks like um, the world, the overworld from the original Legend of Zelda for NES. Mm-hmm. But then there's also uh, the tunic from uh, Breath of the Wild, Heroes clothes or whatever they're calling it and then the hero's wig uh there's there's no blue hat or anything there but you can also get the original legend of zelda like costume which is like you saw in the in the drawing and the packaging and stuff like that the The orange and green and it's adorable like i unlocked it for my character and he's got aviators on so i'm super happy about that Uh, yeah the whole thing's really cool but i did notice that you can actually get some of that stuff through fortune cookies now too did you see that yeah so fortune cookies will give you the consoles as well um, th- clearly, yeah. this was more of an update, more to this game than we thought it would be. Yeah. Like, we thought it would be something simple and just Amiibo, and they went the extra mile. The The big positive for me from all this, whether or not it's communicating itself well or not, is that this is the this to me signals that the next Animal Crossing is absolutely going to get regular updates from yeah. these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be thinking more proactively about it. I think it's kind of sad to admit that in 2013, Nintendo didn't have a DLC plan together for a game like Animal Crossing. It was just a game that got shipped the way games always got shipped, and it was and it's a it is it's a huge game. Like it's not on par with what you would say like a smaller like linear game is like. But no one thought to do this then. And then they put out Happy Home Designer and they did not – like there's a couple of items you can get. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really pursue that one really well. And it makes you wonder, were they waiting for it to do better? Did it not perform to their expectations? Because it doesn't really get mentioned as much, although it's sold decently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, that's a long one. But I'm no, just putting out fine. there like this is all part of what this is to me. To me, this I mean, is, hey – Animal Crossing NX, you're going to get these updates, and we're not going to wait three years to freaking do this. It kind of cool. it kind of feels like they they talked a lot of ideas that I think historically they would have folded into a sequel, yeah. just mm-hmm. into this update for free. Yeah, like the Happy Home Designer interfaces yeah. in the game. You have to take a course to unlock it, but that's I mean, another we, thing. You like, get. thank goodness, right? <laughs> now I have everything I could possibly want. Yeah, I mean, and let's can we geek out real quick about how there's playable consoles and handhelds in Animal Crossing? I'm glad it's you like brought that up. Like the GameCube version. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's one of my favorite things about the GameCube version was sort of like going to the island and digging up. Oreos Woods and being yeah. like, that's not a great game, but it's so cool. Like, my apartment or my home in the GameCube version was just like rows and rows of NES games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, my ground floor was an arcade. That's, that was that was the big motivator for me, right? Like, yeah. just th- that's the kind of collection aspect I got behind where yeah. I'm like, I want to I want to get all these NES games and well, yeah you could you could play them which was freaking awesome. I didn't ever own an NES. So as a kid it was like such a great opportunity opportunity for me to play those games. Uh-huh. Like it meant so much uh-huh. to me to find them and be like I can play Ice Climbers finally. Like finally. Was, I've been Well, <laughs> I've been playing Melee. You can play as the Ice Climbers. I don't yeah. know where they're from or who they are and then yeah. I get Ice Climbers and Animal Crossing on mm-hmm. the GameCube and it's like this introduced me to a whole world that I missed out on because I'm young. It was yeah, really was cool a, how they communicated like that, too. Yeah, no, like, and that was a really big moment, I feel, at least at the period when that game came to the States because you hadn't seen that kind of nod back to, like, the prior generations of, of, yeah. of any sort of company that was yeah. making games at the time. Only Donkey Kong 64, like, the, yeah. you know, they, yeah. you could also little or, nods or, like this, yeah. but not in a major way like Or Donkey this. Kong, yeah. 90, you're talking about Donkey Kong 98? No, in 64 yeah. you could unlock you Donkey You could play Kong. the original oh, yeah, Donkey right. Kong, yeah. And it's yeah. the only version of that game that's ever been ported to Nintendo consoles up until, like, two years ago that actually had the Pie Factory yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the other ones were the oh, arcade yeah, version. No, I see it as more like just company-wide. But then I feel like the closest thing to it to me was when folks saw that there's uh, this is a slight spoiler for Uncharted 4 so cover yours for all of 60 seconds they had Crash Bandicoot in there yeah. that was a very yeah. smart way to use that I yeah. mean not the best oh, yeah, platformer cool. in the world yeah. but it didn't matter like it's just that whole experience of like you 
playing a game through a game and yeah, watching people I, react. I love cool. doing that, uh, especially because like you're doing all this other stuff in Animal Crossing that feels yeah. like it's like a world inside of a but, world. I really like all that. But kind so of in the new version, though, like we should clarify for people who didn't watch the direct. It's not that you get a Wii to play Wii games. It's like the the consoles that are in there unlock the mini games. No, right? they, yeah. they yeah. added a Wii U console to oh, this game. But what wasn't? Does, I never found a Wii U console. But what the does the Wii U that. console do in that? So game? it unlocks the Animal uh, the Escape. That's right. Yeah, so Desert Island Escape, and then if you find some mini games, you can't like play Splatoon. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's that'd be awesome though but if it was just a big emulator <laughs> yeah, for you, a, a system six well, times more wait, powerful really? than 20 I, gig games wait, but I, when you boot it up I, I'll throw it to you a sec okay. when you boot it up you get a Wii U splash logo oh when really when you boot up the, the 3DS game you get a 3DS logo on a 3DS that you're oh, already that's playing that's so cool yeah, yeah that, just a small touch go for it I would like to say there's a little bit of an easter egg for the um, fortune cookie when you get the Wii U it says oh. something like great art is not, not always appreciated during its time that is yeah, the fortune great oh that's great Great. Yeah, it's a very passive aggressive it, message. It's super, <laughs> that's, super passive aggressive. That's great. Yeah. So very um, surprised. Yeah. Are there? Because um, I didn't. I haven't unlocked that yet because I haven't gotten too deep into this update, like in my own game. Because, uh-huh. like I said, I had to start a new one. Um, it like does it have the NES games in addition, or is no. it just a Wii U and a 3DS? It's just a Wii U and a 3DS and those two mini games. Well, I guess um, they don't want to compete with the eShop, huh? Well, I yeah. think the moment the moment <laughs> Nintendo realized they could sell those games for five to seven bucks each is when they pulled them out of Amazon. Well, first they put them on a Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know who's oh, to blame yeah. too? Yeah. There's only one person in the entire world who, who keeps rebuying every freaking NES game every time they're. Hi released. everyone! <laughs> and Nintendo like misread that data. Thought everybody would everybody do that, and so yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. thank you, Brian. I screwed. I as, big I, time. as I was asking the question, I was like, wait a minute, virtual <laughs> yeah. console. Okay, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but, that but, but hopefully <laughs> that for me that'll that'll signal that like Animal Crossing NX again, they'll approach this as hey, we can make our own themed mini games in here. Yeah. Like I didn't think I'd see Puzzle League again. Like I gotta be honest, they mm-hmm. had Planet Puzzle League on DS, and I I really liked that game. It wasn't branded in any clever way with any characters. But yeah, that game was really good. Panel the Pond was off the hook. Like, it's that's so cool. It was I actually like. Point. I think we tried to do, or we did a feature on IGN a couple years ago about like the best games in games. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. basically, when you're in you're like open world games where there's an arcade and you walk in and there's a game you can actually play. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Watch Dogs, like there was an AR game you could play through your phone and yeah. stuff like that. Cool. I so love games stuff like, like that. Geometry oh, yeah. Wars. Kind of yeah. started oh, yeah. their life like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In yeah. Uh, right. the new Call of Duty, the zombies mode is, has an arcade, and you can play like old, like you can play Contra. What? Yeah, that's so cool. You can play like old Activision, like that's super stuff. cool. Oh, man, yeah. I love that. that kind of stuff. I love that stuff too. Yeah. I hope that comes back, maybe even as kind of like a like single level challenges or something yeah. in in Animal Crossing it would be really cool. Yeah, and we didn't that. mention yeah. everything in this update. I think we were kind of rambling a little bit, mm-hmm. but but we had like there's daily initiatives, there's ways to get currency through that, there's uh, the secret storage thing we talked about, there's. There's a lot of stuff, so if you're interested in picking the game up, I'm I'm playing it again. Are you all playing it again? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm, yeah. I'm back. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I'm I guess welcome to hell. now that I watched mm-hmm. the, uh, the 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 creepy like uh, camp killer video, um, that was so strange. <laughs> I I don't think I can sleep tonight. Yeah. Thanks for showing me that. Well, it was weird. I love that. I think that was no, the first funny. time. I like it too. Well, uh, yeah, yeah but, but it was me, bizarre. It was the first time I watched the direct, and I don't know why this never dawned on me before. But these are very much only made for Nintendo fans. Yeah. They're made for the product evangelists to run out and say, "This is in that game." And yeah. mm-hmm. and but it's also it's very like it's very much like Japanese television. They're like TV variety shows in Japan with a host dress up in crazy costumes yeah. and, and stuff like that. And so it's. Uh, that, that's what it felt like. It felt like just normal Japanese TV, quite yeah. frankly, where like people are fine with looking ridiculous I mean, and doing ridiculous things. It ties in a lot to Japanese humor in general, which mm-hmm. is uh, often very physical humor. Um, so it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But Brenda, like Brendan on our staff, his wife watched it. Huge Animal Crossing fan, by the way. And she was, she was honestly like, I don't know what this is i don't know if i even want to watch this it's weird <laughs> yeah it was 15 minute to her like if, if you look at the person who's not the, uh, a fan there like who's not a diehard like i know so much about i like i keep up with all this nintendo stuff it's just weird to see it have a negative effect but i guess that's expected well i mean it's like i feel like the last time i woke up at seven o'clock in the morning to see insane people dressed as animals i was 10 <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to come back to that because yeah. that's the way Nintendo always makes me feel. So speaking of coming back to 10 years old or being a young person, uh, on November 11th, Nintendo is releasing the NES Classic Edition, which is on this table. It's Sadly, so it's so cute. It does not look like you're going to get to pre-order this thing. We, we, we've had our rants on this show about it. It Drive, does not drives appear me that that is changing. Yeah, it's yeah. really – some people are saying, is this a sign for an X? I don't think. 
it should be interpreted that way. Like, no, but I don't you know, think you know what it is now that I'm it. sitting here. Uh, <laughs> that. Paranormal. The, don't well, damage talk, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, what Brian is pointing to, oh. if you're not watching the videos, there is a classics label across the time. And I feel like we've talked about it on this show. I just don't know if you've been here, Brian. But yeah, this is the first retro console Nintendo's made under a new label and basically a classics branding. Which yeah. that's why we started the SN- uh, SNES. Uh, yeah, no, I remember talking about stuff. that. But now seeing the Switch branding, I'm like, oh, it's kind of similar. It's it, this white silhouette icon with some clean text underneath. That's a much on the better background. Br- that's a much better brand than Virtual Console, honestly. Like oh if, yeah. If you yeah. boot up your uh, your Switch and you have a classic section, that would be really cool. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, I would lose yeah. it. So 30 games. Uh, it is tiny we have the the original the og uh right here on the desk if you're watching the video if you're not you remember the dimensions the product dimensions of a nes and right now pear and brian are simulating what's going to be the the point of frustration i feel for some customers who have large televisions or or nice entertainment setups and granted anytime you buy a console right yeah it's where am i going to fit this thing and it's you doing the math on where what shelf it falls in but this particular item has a very short wired cord. It's two and a half feet. We measured it yesterday. Yeah. It's like a P- it's like what you expect from a PC controller, like a, a mouse or something. Like if you were sitting at your computer and you're plugging it into USB, that's that's the general length you yes. get. And, and so, I, love it. I mean, you you could hook up this device to your PC monitor, for example, and you'd be completely comfortable. So I actually think that that's kind of, they're going with two main scenarios here. One is that you're 10 years old again and you put this on your carpet and you lay on the floor and you play games like, you know, like you did when you were a kid. Uh, Two is that you have this set up on your computer desk. And That's it's, what I was going to say. Yeah. It's HDMI. I'd, it's HDMI. I was thinking, where in my room would I put my my desk? Yeah. So it'll go. I mean, I have a desk at home that would be perfect for something like this. But also, like, that's not really the best con- uh, place to play like two-player a, games. Yeah, I like a you know? couch. I don't want to sit in my, like, I totally agree. Chair so, and, you know, I want to be comfortable. Uh, there are some. <laughs> Paris trying to make it fit in the drawer. Yeah. Don't Does break it fit? either of them. No, not really. Okay. There are some. Who's playing? Who was playing Arch Rivals? Uh <laughs> Better oh. than ice climbers. There are some uh, things you can do. To <laughs> Always going after ice climbers. Quick digs. A quick <laughs> shake. Oh, my God. Uh, there are some things you can do to sort of rectify that. There's uh, two companies, Nyko and I forget the other one right now, are selling two extension cables. They go for $10 each. The Nyko one is six feet. The other one is actually From the Wii feet. days, right? From the Wii yeah. days. They're actually brand new. Uh, a, a series of... What? So I have a, I have something to tell you then. Uh, hang on. No, no. So you can get the extension cable, yeah. but if you Those remember, are brand new peripherals, not necessarily on. from the Wii days. Oh, no, I know. Oh, but, I but regardless, like anything that was made as a Wii accessory has the same Wii accessory port. I'm sorry to, to no, 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 no. get this, li- this no, exclamation go. mark over my head. They have a uh, sort of a clear plastic thing that's on this part of the, of the input. In. So when you plug this into an NES Classic, that backside actually blocks the player uh. to access point you have to get like a like a screwdriver or something to take that off just saying if you're buying an accessory brian's eyes are turning red they are turning bloodshot he's put his face in his hand because uh, this is i was saying this to you i was saying this to you before the show but being a nintendo fan really feels like getting frequent flyer miles from your airline and then trying to spend them it's like yeah. fly, flying is amazing and it's great. And, is it you know, amazing? It's, it, it depends on where you yes sit. you get to go anywhere me? in the world in the sky it's great flight is it's a miracle. It's amazing we can even I do just, it. Just my size, you're you're cramped and in like you're you're in economy well, class. Economy you're for the if if you're a Titan, yeah. you have problems. But as you're a, you're a pilot, he's fine. you're in the extended <laughs> you're in the extended legroom club, my friend. You yeah. got to start ponying up I'm some not, money. I'm not paying for that. Continue. What? Continue. Just no, in the aisle seat. My dad has to do that. Yeah, uh-huh. then forever be cramped. And then right, you, right. if you go in the aisle, you get that card. You're joking. It feels like having. Like free mileage to to book a flight, and then they're like, "Sorry, it doesn't work on Tuesdays. These are our blackout days. It doesn't work on the summers. We only fly to certain areas." For everything Nintendo does, I'm like, "That's amazing, perfect. Let me give you money for it." A, they're probably like, "No, you can't, because you literally can't pre-order this thing." B, the cable's too short. C, the old peripherals block the second controller port. It's always like two steps forward, one step back with them, and it really bums me out. Remember that yeah. day we got a question block letter that asked like, "What's one thing you would change?" And I started like short circuiting right in this seat. As I was like going nuts about how why yeah. does every why does why do cool things from Nintendo 
feel like they also come bundled with an apology. I think well, that's the yeah. same thing. Uh, yeah. do, do you guys see what what just blocked? That's the second what port? I'm telling. Yeah, yeah that's but do you remember about. what this clip was from? Yeah, it's to put the Wii uh, remote strap through that yeah. stupid safety <laughs> remote. <laughs> um, I, I revenge. Mean, there's this problem with the Animal Crossing update where, in order to get to it, you have to go to the the eShop and yeah. then go to Settings Other and then go to Updates and then scroll to. It's like oh, you can get through the game too. Yeah, I you can, yeah. but like. I didn't want to boot it because I was worried about my town, whatever. Yeah. But uh, I, I feel like they do tend to have these good ideas that they bury in tedium or a confusing, yes. like well, Pear was saying, in a not intuitive way to do something. But sometimes it's because of legacy technology or legacy yeah. setup, right? Sure. Like it was hard for them to patch games in the past because of some decisions they made early yeah. on when they designed the platforms, right? And like in this case, I got to think there's, there's got to be some reason why they thought this cable is long enough. I well, mean, I, I'll I, tell you why, because you're supposed to hit the reset button on the yeah. console to reset and pop out of a game. So, so that's the notion I think that you I need think to have a long was, HDMI cable. Yeah. And and put it in this front. is why yeah, I yeah, said yeah. that when uh, I came back from that preview uh, the, where we played it. I was like, "That's I think that's the ideal configuration you're going to go for. A longer HDMI, uh, power extension cable. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Do you want that stretched across your living room? Do you like how yes. that looks? I don't like no, how that No, of course not. No, I like no. how you said yes. And then you're no. Like, like, no. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you can't see this on my phone, but I'm showing you guys for reference real quick. I saw this picture going around the internet yesterday. On the on the right is the new controller, which is about, what, we measured it yesterday, two and a half two feet? Two and a half feet, yeah. Uh, on the left is the, the original one, which is almost two and a half times longer than this one. The one they shipped with the NES in the 80s. Had a uh, almost three times or two and a half times the cord length on this. Wow. So I mean, so between that and the fact that it's still you can't like this is this should have been the ultimate uh, sitting at the end cap at Target or Walmart uh, impulse buy. This is an impulse buy that I've now thought about seventy five times since it was announced two months ago. There was a direct on it. There was a there was a day where uh, there was a preview event where press was invited. Mm-hmm. Uh, press were just sent their versions uh, yesterday, which unboxing videos and impressions are up over. Yeah, up we got everywhere. a good one on the site by the way. You that is now mm-hmm. what three or four very public facing opportunities to put up pre orders everywhere. I'm reading anecdotally the people's pre-orders on Target and other websites in Germany all over the world are getting canceled. Because in some they, cases in Europe, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah because yeah. people don't know how many units they're getting. Uh, somebody wrote in the NVC the other day saying that they talked to the, the rep at GameStop and found out they're, they're only getting six per store. Yeah. I mean, six? this is not a big box. This is not like it's taking up so much space, you know. Uh, no, for, once again, means. it's a must-have item that – well, and yeah, it's a, it's a kind of a, a, an item a lot of people want, but you're not going to have a reliable way to get it. And right. that's been the story with Nintendo hardware for it, a bit now, just like the Pokemon Go bracelet that you went off on two weeks ago. It's, yeah. treat, it's treated like a toy. I mean, you know, you don't pre-order Tickle Me Elmo, right? It's like this – these kind of – you have – Every year there's this holiday item that parents want to get and where it's really hard to find. And so it creates this demand, right? Maybe they're banking on that, that idea, that, that kind of rush with a, with a machine like I, this. But it, is, it flies in the face of you know, how we want to buy software or consoles, of course. No, but I mean, so I'll, I'll push back on that a little bit because I think the Tickle Me Elmo is a product of a pre-internet commerce time. That's the way you saw that, that fervor over that thing was people were fighting in parking lots because you couldn't just go on Amazon.com with free overnight ship or same-day shipping. You could buy it on I, eBay for 500 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I, I just pre-ordered. <laughs> Terrible. I, I pre-ordered. I hope nobody did that. I pre-ordered a Zelda toy a, a, a month ago. I pre-ordered the Link Between Worlds Figma action so figure good. with all of its accessories, the, the deluxe version. Right. And it got to me the day that it came out. It just mm-hmm. arrived. I paid for it in advance. I pre-ordered yeah. it. I do this through Amazon. I, I pre-order books and toys mm-hmm. and mo- all these kind of things. There's no excuse to not have this up there. No excuse whatsoever. I agree. Like I, I don't think this this is like even, even if the argument is this we're not the target audience, right? Even if the argument is you've already played these thirty games, that does not matter. That has nothing it, to do with it. The you absolutely are the stores. target audience. I mean, you're thirty. You're thirty plus years old. I've already yeah. played these games. Yeah, but even that excuse is not a good excuse. And yeah. I've heard we've talked about it on the show like oh this is to stop pre order trolls. No, because pre order trolls morph it's, into line waiting trolls yeah. when it comes down to it's getting. Not. They can't. Yeah. They can't make enough. And you know they if you open it up for pre-orders then it'd be it'd be a logistical nightmare for for some of the retailers or they'd be like sold out so quickly that everybody's mad again and so you know maybe that's how they're protecting themselves but i mean it, they, where we, the super fan is able to go and line up if they really want it like i'm not making excuses it's same. like um, i bet if if they could they would make more of these right mm-hmm. i mean i don't think it's a matter of excuse so much as it is a question of if, it, if it's a good idea because yeah. like mm-hmm. as a consumer i don't feel entitled to it um 
I don't think you should feel entitled to the product or anything. It's just, no. is it a smart idea for the company to do this? No. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you can look at the company's history even. Like when right. Wii was flying off the shelves, <clears throat> Nintendo was not tossing out more Wiis like crazy. Like no. it, They were always very measured and careful about it. They've mm-hmm. just always been a conservative company. But in cases like this, you can come back and bite them. I mean, I mean can and, we talk about the other thing, the, the pile of other stuff on the table? Amiibo. We had this conversation for two months straight last year. It seemed like they kind of Five months straight Five months straight. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Two months. Uh, it seemed like they turned things around. They, they talked about the supply constraints. They fixed them for and, the most part, right? And... and and we lost the excitement, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, well, I think that we lost the excitement when they started pumping out Animal Crossing figures right. that I was less attached to than, say, half the Pokemon that I hate that I bought anyway. Let's not talk about it. <gasps> Look, exclusive. No one likes yeah. Jigglypuff. Nobody likes Jigglypuff. What? All right, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> A fight breaks out. <laughs> no, so, and then they basically, they re-released Pit, they re-released the Animal Crossing it's Villager, all, right. of the most, all of the most rare uh, Amiibo. Got re-released, and they basically said publicly, hey, uh, yeah, we know how some consumers had some problems with this. We made it easier for you. And now to reward you a year later, we will make this thing impossible. I don't understand that. And the flip side it, of the – oh, no, you But first. it'll be Go. fixed. I mean like I, I, I believe like 30 days after this thing comes out, you walk into Best Buy and they'll be sitting there and you'll be able to buy one. I don't, I don't think that's – I don't think that's going to be forever in the entire 30 days after season. this thing comes out is mid-December, where 95% of Christmas shopping, except for, for disaster people, is already completely done. <laughs> and I know because that's when I go Christmas shopping. And then, and then I am, on my own. I'm hoping the other big issue, this, is going to get resolved with, you know, Nike, Naki, whoever is yeah, out there, no, Pelican, someone, making, <clears throat> making some that don't have the plastic So Brian clip showed on me it. there's a company making a wireless adapter, uh, basically, that works in the Wii accessory port and that the, control, the controller is wireless. The controller is also hideous. Yeah, see, but that's always the catch, but I want this one. That's always the catch, by yeah. the way. Yeah. When it's yeah. wireless and it's one. the NES controller, Wait, it see, is can we break always that off reliably screwed up, <laughs> Brian. When, when, uh, when does this just become yeah, like true. public domain, like like Beauty and the Beast, where anybody can just make a version of it? I don't think that's like the NES controller. People should yeah. just. It's okay because the plastic things are attached with screws, and if you have an eyeglass repair kit, you can take it off. Okay, all right, good. So everything's yeah, right. going to be well, you okay. You also need that kit to take the back off your 3DS Excel. Yeah, yeah if, you, your new 3DS yeah, Excel. if you're an experienced Sorry. Nintendo fan, you'll already have all the equipment you need. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like patience. Right. Sorry, guys. This is, this is a rough week for us in the office, I promise. Uh, regardless. We uh, turned it on. We did. Uh, we played a bunch of games on it. The review's coming up uh, real soon. Um, I will hint right now the controller cord length is an issue. Yeah. Outside of that, you're getting a solid retro games machine. I mean, like when you see it running on an HDMI screen, it is it looks awesome. It we looks you guys had it hooked up to oh, so a, a we had it on a 5 inch 4K, 4K television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 4K TV. Yeah, I, saw I was like, that looks great. It. Yeah. It's, it's oh, really man. good. It's, yeah, and it's really nice. And just you know, like. Your memories of these games are always better than what the games actually look like, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're now playing games on, like, sometimes an LCD screen that were designed for, mm-hmm. you know, very different display technology where the colors are more, more vibrant. This is what we remember it like. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it just looks really good. It's a, it's a great little device, I feel like, with some really weird... Really weird things. I mm-hmm. really want a SNES classic now. Oh, yeah, you agree? Yeah, no, we, we've been building a list. We'll yeah. make one, Listen, but we will. the controller will be attached to I it. Cannot, <laughs> I cannot get enough we'll be like of this. Link to the Past because there's no Link to the Past merch. I just want a pink-haired Link figure. Yep. That's all I care about. Mm. And I want to be able to play Link to the Past again on every every possible platform I can. And I, I want a SNES completely classic. agree with that. Uh, His hair was not pink on my it, old TV, by the way. Oh, really? Well, you had a weird oh. German TV. No, that's the like the, those games were designed for those TVs. Which uh, I love colors it. were off. Which was the one was aspect strawberry of, blonde of the Nintendo? He's, he's uh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, the one aspect. That's no, okay. Of the NES Classic, that is a little weird. Like we were playing on this huge television that we have in the office. How big is that thing, by the way? Do you know offhand? Because there, there's a classic the one. Yeah. It's 65. It's okay, not so 65 inch, and we turned on the CRT filter that's on the game because there's three possible filters. It's the four by three and the the pixel perfect mode. Uh-huh. The CRT filter looks really weird on a large television. Like yeah. I just don't think the games were ever designed for that kind of play, especially when you have to sit so close to it. Like. Sam walked up and he was like, my God, you can see the scan line so clearly. And the only way you would see that on an old CRT is if you got like real close to the screen. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's just something to throw out there. Uh, not to say that's a deal breaker. Just to say the larger your TV, the weirder that filter 
seems to feel. <laughs> and the shorter the court, the closer you're going to sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just get ready for us. Yeah. Seri- well, just yeah. Start troubleshooting now if you're planning on buying this thing. Um, that's why we've been trying really hard to put the message out there that yes, the controller court is short. Here's the reason why we think it's because the console needs to be close. You want to hit that reset button when you're doing what you're doing. And you don't want to get up off the couch. Sure. Try not to have someone trip over all the wires that you're going to have coming out of your big yeah. TV if that's your situation. If it's on your desk, you're fine. I'm concerned about your eyes. Please be careful. Don't get too close to the TV. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were talking to a generation of people with like VR headsets on and phones glued to their face, so they're doomed anyway. Yeah, yeah, we are. We I'm are in done. that party. No, I got those nearsighted glasses because of the Game Boy days. So. Yeah. Well, and, and you got that uh, Nintendo console repair kit that came with those glasses. <laughs> Even little touches like this, I think, are fantastic. Oh, the that's so cool. The box oh. on the says, now you're playing with Yeah, power. I mean, yeah. little so, things like that like, are very thoughtful. The, the design of this thing, aside from the cord, the, the, the uh, packaging, just the whole bells and whistles, the UI, all of it is so gorgeous. I really like, love all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Perry, you joked about the controller being connected to the actual unit. That's the way the Famicom Classic is in Japan. Yeah, it's actually uh, you can't unplug it. it oh, is that's hard-wired. right. Yeah. It's hardwired, just like yeah. the original. Yep, yeah. yep. All right, so we're running out of steam, which means we're running out of well, we're out of time. Actually, this was going to be. We a, got plenty of steam. Uh, yeah, do we now? Yeah. Okay, I see oh, nothing yeah. but steam coming out of. Paris I actually, Paris. I'm ready for the weekend. It's <laughs> been a long yeah. week, but it is only Thursday. It's yeah. true. So you run uh, the place you can take tomorrow off. I can't. I'm sorry. Aww. There's stuff to do. <laughs> Man. I'm going okay. to Vegas this weekend. I can't oh, whoa. wait. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. All right. Well, awesome. thank you for listening to Nintendo <laughs> Voice Chat. We are a weekly show on IGN, but we're not the only show on IGN. Make sure you check out Anime Club. Make sure you check out Podcast Beyond. There's a lot of stuff for you here. You can also leave us feedback. Email us at mvc at IGN.com. Let us know uh, your experience, either feedback on the show or your experience trying to hunt down this NES classic. Um, just we're curious to hear what your experience has been like, although I'm sure it's frustrating as much as ours has been. Lastly, you can find us all on t- what you do. It'll get better. I think I agree with you. I, it's just weird. I, I almost, it's like Amiibo. Like we all freaked out that we couldn't get that one Amiibo. Yeah. Now you walk into Target and it's like there's like 90 of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that probably kicked in what, like May, June, like of, of the following year? Yeah. 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 Well, wait, some, wait about seven, eight months and you can <laughs> get one of these too. Yeah. Don't, just don't pay way too much extra because I paid $50 for a Rosalina Amiibo. And I, I did I stupid stuff that like that too. Yeah. Anyway. Go. There you go. All right. Lastly, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle. You can find Kelly Pleggy at Inky Dojiko, I N K Y D O J I K K O. And you can find Pear at Pear at Jane. You guys have very different deliveries. <laughs> very. Uh, and lastly, you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week with more Nintendo the Voice Chat. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.